Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest in the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today I have Wesley Matthews on the line, and he's co-founder and chief growth officer over at High Level Marketing. Wes, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, Wes, so uh, awesome to have a uh, fellow Michigander on the line and uh, excited to get into today's topic. So we'll really be talking about how small improvements even can make big changes in revenue and revenue growth for companies and business owners. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I'd like to start this episode the way that we start them off with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Wes, we at Mission Matters amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Wes, what mission matters to you? You know, I think for me, uh, you know, making an impact to other fellow entrepreneurs, I think the reason why I'm in digital marketing and live in this world is because it's a very confusing uh, you know, world out there in terms of digital marketing and what's effective and what's not. And for me, the mission matters in terms of, you know, re really giving customers transparency and leading them to the right outcome that they're looking for. So for me, making an impact, you know, whether it's troubleshooting on the digital marketing front or just helping small to mid-sized businesses grow and flourish. I mean, really, at the end of the day, that's, that's the mission that I care about. Awesome. Love bringing mission-based entrepreneurs and executives on the line to share why they do what they do. Like, what gets them excited to go out there into the marketplace and uh, and make a difference? So great having you on. And um, I guess let's get us kicked off. So, so what's your story? Like, how did you get started in the digital marketing arena? You know, back in like 2006, um, I was moonlighting for a web company, and you know. I was told through that organization that I could bring in any types of customer into the door and we would deliver this phenomenal web experience and product for them. And, you know, keep a long story short, they destroyed pretty much every relationship I brought in the door. And I thought to myself, there's got to be an easier solution to this, right? And as a sales guy, I'm like, look, at the end of the day, these customers don't necessarily care about the company. It's me. It's my reputation. And quite frankly, I want to do a great job. So I just kind of set this mission out to do it myself. So I slowly accumulated a couple of developers and had this idea and concept, which ultimately led into the uh, birth of high-level marketing. And my mission was to just do web a little bit differently and, and to be a transparent digital marketing company uh, to small entrepreneurial-run businesses. So that sort of spiked the uh, sort of the first step in the process of just watching other marketing companies struggle and then also talking with entrepreneurs and they were always frustrated with their marketing company. Nobody I ever talked to was really happy with the company they were working for, which was exciting for me. Man, 2006. So the question that that's a that's uh, ancient when it comes to yeah. uh, when it comes to digital marketing. It wasn't even called that back then. So um, my next question, I don't want to, I don't want it to uh, to seem loaded because that's not the intention of it. And I know mm -hmm. it's a big question, but I'm just interested in your vantage point because you're you're definitely uh, you're tenured again in that space. So what you know what right now in in today's market like really excites you? Like what's one of those things um, that just you're like, man, this is we've come a long way since I started this business. You know, I think the speed of data and transparency. So really, I mean, you can get so granular mm. on your data if you want to be right. <laughs> in 2006, things were so antiquated and nobody really knew what digital marketing was or you couldn't track anything today, you know, with a lot of the technology out there. And quite frankly, a lot of technology that we've created and molded along the way, 
really gives customers, you know, deep, deep insight to their business that they can digest easily, simply, and quickly. And that's what excites me is technology is so fast. There's so many things out there. To be quite honest, you know, I back in 2006, I thought I was going to have like a, a five-year run in this industry. I thought web wouldn't really matter in five to ten years. And today, it's just as important. Even even though it's simple, it's still a complicated uh, topic. But just the technology and access is just it just excites me as to what's being developed along the way. Oh, that's awesome. Um, here here goes a Michigan story for you, Wes. So I had a gentleman on the line, and his name is slipping right this moment, but he was really early on in SEO back in those days. And he told us, speaking of analytics, he told me stories about uh, making phone calls to this little company named, you know, Google, right, back then, way back when. And uh, you actually used to buy the words like, by making a phone call to, like, get your to, to get the search traffic. And uh, they were buying that search term mortgage for none other than Dan Gilbert and uh, Quicken Loans, or it was Rock Financial back then. So uh, yeah. right in the beginning of it also, when you say data, I'm like, oh, my gosh, can you imagine picking up the phone to call Google? Like, we're talking no, no. way back. So, Wes, um, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's dive further into today's topic. So, um, so the claim that maybe making small changes to websites or to web traffic, like how, how that can maybe, or I should say websites specifically, how that can make a difference and the revenue for business owners, um, just to let you know. So a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives listen to this show, and they're looking for tips. They're looking for tips and just direction on what they should be thinking about. So um, are, is it possible that you know a lot of people are leaving money on the table based on changes they haven't made on their websites? 100% all the time. I mean, really, it's what keeps us uh, you know, making our customers satisfied because, again, you know, just like back in 06 until today, rarely do I meet companies that are customers who are extremely satisfied with their marketing company or digital marketing agency. And I think, you know, a couple things that people can do themselves is number one, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. You know, if you see your comp competition or if you know of a website that's working well, like what are they doing relative to what are you doing? And I think one of the big things that people need to pay attention to today is just the user experience and like keeping it simple. Oftentimes people want to clutter websites, shove as much data and information as, as possible on that website. But really keeping it clean, keeping it simple, making a clear call to action. So if you're bringing me to your website or want me to on your website and, I, and you get me there, what do you want me to do? Is it call me, fill out the form? Is it to download some type of ebook to get my email and newsletter? Make sure you have crystal clear um, direction as to what you're trying to get from your visitor. That's number one. And just that simple piece of information can raise a lot of questions, you know, have a friend, a colleague, somebody go to your website and say, give me your feedback. Like what, you know, what was your experience? What did you want to do when you got to the website? Um, another really important piece to this puzzle is what's called citation. And, you know, to simply kind of round that out is getting your website attached to, you know, hundreds of directories uh, early on. Oftentimes we see people make big investments with the backlinking, other types of SEO strategies. However, the most basic fundamental things um, are incomplete on their website, and that is called citations. So there's a very large company out of New York called Yext. Um, they do not deal with the public anymore on the retail side, but they do work with digital agencies behind the scenes, and they provide this service on a scalable, um, sort of like a scalable framework. So for you know, not a whole lot of money per month, your website, which means your address, all your information can be verified amongst hundreds of, you know, really relevant directories out there on the web. And the reason why this is important 
is, you know, your website has content, it has your address, has your information, and that's signaling to other, you know, places out there on the web. So these directories sort of verify your website out there on the web. That's going to ultimately help you build rankings throughout the search engine. So I know I just kind of said a lot, but, you know, at the end of the day, look for simple things you can do. In my experience, people tend to complicate things and want to go for the most hardest sort of SEO juice or they want the secret. But the reality is there's like little simple things that you can do. Um, and the directories is one of the most overlooked or misunderstood things out there that can really drive good traffic and good value to your website. And we help customers with that. I mean, those are some of the basic things that we just sort of take care of when customers work with us. So thinking about, um, you know, one of the reasons why you started the agency in the first place was you, you were thinking about how to deliver for your clients and how to, you know, make good really in the promises that you're making where, you know, I'm not saying that other people aren't trying or, but, you know, sometimes people fall short. So what are some of the things that, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs that are listening to this should be thinking about when they go to work with an agency? Because I feel like sometimes they maybe they tried one, maybe it didn't work out too well. Sure. They tried another, maybe promised them one thing, something else happened. And then they kind of hide under a rock at times thinking about like, ah, digital doesn't work for me. It's not relevant for my business. And then, you know, a couple of years later, they'll try again and then, oh, it didn't work again. And then, but it's little by little, they're getting left behind, unfortunately. Um, what are some things they should be looking for? You know, um, trust but verify. One, number one, I'd go right to Google and look at the Google reviews that their customers are leaving them and read all of them. Um, ask for references in different industries and, and really jump on the phone and dig deep. And then number three, you know, sit down with the agency and set the level of expectation, right? If I'm going to invest, invest X, let's just call it $1,000 a month, Let's be very clear in terms of what we're working on and what the deliverable is coming back to me as the customer. And, you know, those are the simple things that I would personally do. Um, because again, if, you know, sometimes there's a stigma in, you know, working with an agency, like have you, you know, if somebody's a plumber per se, they're like, have you worked with another plumber? Some, some businesses don't like that. Um, I encourage it because I, if I'm a plumber and you're working with plumbers and you're doing a great job in say, different markets, uh, logic tells me that you'll probably do a great job for my plumbing business and my market. So, you know, just do the due diligence, but like make sure that you're working with a transparent agency who's able to communicate and articulate exactly what they're going to deliver. Uh, the red flags are when somebody that they're not really knowledgeable, they're fumbling, they can't put in writing. They say, you know, we're just going to work really hard and do our best and, you know, trust us. Um, that's where I would say, Hey, you know, this is 2022. Um, we can look at the data, we can make assessments, we can really understand the position and where you're going to rank and what the outcomes are going to be. Outcomes are more predictable today than they've ever been. So that's that's really where I would start somebody in their mission to find the right digital marketing company to work with them and support them. Because really, you want to find a partner. You want to find a partner that's got your back, that understands, that can help you, because there's a million different things you can do out there. And you need to have the right resource and partner to say, hey, I heard about this or what's going on here. And they can help guide and shape you into the future. You know, and that's where we come in. Like we treat all of our customers like a white glove marketing strategy experience because it's not just today. It's two years from now, four years from now, 12 years from now. And we we adapt and change with you as your needs change. So that's where I would start. 
Now, obviously, um, there's no there's no one trick or one thing that's going to take somebody to um, you know to to change their marketing or, or change them from uh, you know making outbound calls to inbound calls. But um, if you were to give maybe a top two or something like that, like what are some things that people should be at least thinking about? So you mentioned you know yes was one, which of course they have to work through, as you mentioned, an agency to get you know list in the directory things like that. So maybe give us another one or two that people should at least be thinking about. Content, you know, uh, what what is the level of content on your website? Content's one of the most important things um, that you need to make an investment in. So for myself, if you tasked me with sitting down and, and writing some content, um, it would take me forever to do it. I'm not a great content writer. And I, I find that a lot of business owners are really good at managing their business, driving the business and doing that. They're not great at writing content. So you know, look for opportunities, whether it's through an agency or a freelancer and how to produce really great relevant content to your industry. And then also look at doing that on an ongoing basis. And obviously with social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and all these things out there, like you can use this content on multiple outlets. So that's really where I would start is, you know, if you're a plumber, right? And, you know, what are some of those topics that are that are important for people? And you can start to develop content to push that out there in the search engines. Um, that's one of the best things that, you know, if anybody ever says like, hey, in lieu of like the SEO and everything you guys are doing for us, if I, if you had to do one thing, what would it be? That's what it would be for me. That's going to drive the best, the best bang for the, your buck. Yeah, that's great. And I, I tell people that all the time that the days of just, um, you know, just running an ad or something else, like the, the consumer is just so sophisticated nowadays. Everything's so transparent that if they go down your funnel and if they look out there to see what else you have to say other than what your ad does, um, and, and if you're looking, you know, if all things be, being equal, if your competitor has, you know, something similar to yours plus content, the content side is going to win because that's going to give them, it's just going to give more value. And so it's something that um, I may sound biased uh, as, as uh, running a media company over here, but it's right. something that we lead with and that we just know that it works like we see it. We see it for our clients. We see it for the stories we put out. And we've grown the entire brand based off of just putting out great content and getting better and getting better at it and getting better at it. So I don't... I tell I tell our, our our listeners all the time it's not about like even in my opinion I'm not putting these words in your mouth um Wes but in my opinion it's not even always about having the like the best most polished like people are so forgiving nowadays we started this yeah. show and we started all of this with a with an iPhone and with a headset and not right. and I mean a, the regular like wire right. like uh, <laughs> not even AirPods AirPods weren't out yet and we and I recorded over 300 episodes like that and we built an audience before we even spent a dime and we didn't have a website then um and that was that was it so i tell people all the time if you podcasting may not be your thing if it is great start a podcast if youtube feels your thing youtube do them all whatever but at least pick one writing if you were either write, write, then do do whatever feels good to you but if you're not producing any type of content other than the ads that you put out to drive traffic um you're falling behind because the people that are that are producing content you can't just magically come up with years of content in uh in a couple months because you you know a light bulb goes off where hey we need content because this company is doing it no it doesn't work that way like you got to have something going on i don't care if it's one piece of content a month one every other week whatever you can do that's not an ad per se but just actual content <laughs> if you want to stay right. relevant in this game as it, as it goes further and further along whether you're in a, a b2b company b2c it doesn't really matter at this point i feel like content's relevant across the board 
Yeah, and another big piece of that I, I often tell uh, people who are you know want to put in the work or have a team, it's Google reviews. You know, like to me, to me, Google reviews are ten to twenty percent of the entire algorithm. Um, that's my opinion, and I think that you know if you're in a service-based business or whatever business that has Google reviews. I mean, people are are looking at reviews. I mean, I shop on Amazon pretty much for almost everything now, and I have like a filter set for four stars and up. You know, I'm not even looking at the three stars peer-reviewed. So I think that, you know, customers who really pay attention there or, you know, know they've done a good job for a customer, you know, reaching out to them, asking for those Google reviews, not to mention when you have those negative reviews, right, because every business is going to get them. Nobody's, you know, you're, you're trying to provide services in the public, not everybody's going to love you. It's how do you address and follow up to those negative reviews? Um, and I think that's a, that's often an overlooked avenue that I always tell people, like, that's where you want to spend your time because that's where you can win customers. You know, I actually had a, uh, a basement finishing company do a job for me in my home, and I told the guy, I was very vocal, I said, I have three issues with getting my basement built. Number one, the contractors have to come through my home every day for like three months to do the job. You know, they got to come in through my garage, go down through my kitchen and they're, they're in out all day. So the negative connotation that I've had around contractors is they're constantly going outside, they're smoking, they're on the phone, it's disruptive. And I, I didn't want to deal with that per se. So that was like getting it, you know, not really great for them. So I addressed all these concerns early on and this company did an amazing job and they were super attentive. And every day they were here for three months, every day when they left, they vacuumed the stairs. They were so kind to my family, and these guys were amazing. Well, the one thing I did is I wrote this Google review, and I laid out my challenges in terms of why I didn't want to get my base done and how I worked with them and how they over how they overcame those objections and delivered. I still get calls to this day from that company, and we still do a lot of business because they're like, so many people have read that review you've left and literally have told us that they've signed us and use us because of that review. Um, so it's kind of like... You know, you, when you get an authentic, non-interested third party promoting your company, that does so much psychologically to the next buyer, and you have no idea of the impact that's going to make. So for me, it's just something that, you know, if digital marketing went away tomorrow, Google reviews, I mean, reviews in general are, are just, that's the gold standard today, 100%. Awesome. Well, Wes, um, I can talk to you all day about digital marketing. I know we just barely scratched the surface on your knowledge and what you're also, um, you and your team are capable with of and of at a high level marketing, but, um, it's about time for this episode. So that being said, if somebody's listening to this and they want to connect with you and your team, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? You know, you can go to highlevelmarketing.com. You can take a look at our website. You can hit our contact form there. If you want to reach out to me personally, uh, probably the best way is LinkedIn, actually. It's Wesley Matthews, Matthews with one T. You can find me on LinkedIn. I love talking to fellow entrepreneurs. I love talking to small businesses about the future and what the capabilities are. So I'd love to have a conversation uh, if, if you're up to it. Awesome. And yeah, we'll put all of that information in the show notes so that our, our listeners can just uh, click on the link and head right on over. And speaking of the listeners, if this is your first time listening to uh, Mission Matters program, we're all about bringing on uh, executives, entrepreneurs, and uh, experts and having them share why they do what they do, like what gets them excited and, and what kind of value can they bring to the marketplace. 
Uh, if that's the type of content that uh, interests you or excites you, um, we definitely welcome you to hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line and we don't want you to miss a thing. And Wesley, uh, it really has been a pleasure. Again, great to have another Michigander on the line and uh, um, appreciate you coming on. Thanks. I appreciate it.